Hi, you're listening to Invest in You with Frederick Sandval and Shirley and Ivan, a platform to enrich entrepreneurs globally with the power of positivity and sharing. Hi, and welcome to episode 82 of Invest in You, and we are going to be talking about stocks and why it might or might not be risky to buy stocks when they are at the all-time high. Exactly. So at the moment, we have got uh, many of the indices all over the world uh, very much floating around the level of all-time high ever. What does that ultimately mean? It means that, yes, it can continue to go up. It can... Mm -hmm. Go down and it can go sideways. Ta-da! And what does that actually mean if you're an investor? So today, if you open up any of the newspapers, for example, uh, FT in Sweden might read uh, Dagens Industry uh, and, and you just look for the titles. And it's often when titles like this pop up, the analysts agree. The stock market will continue to go up uh, and it's... Uh, an example of why that is the case. This is like the, the top levels ever. But despite that, it has more to give. And also with the very low interest rates, which are all over the world, that might be the case. Mm-hmm. So, surely, which episode is this? 82. 82 of the podcast Invest in You. We will talk about also a case study from the IT bubble bust around 2000, which is called Bo.com. We will also Build.com, share. right? Oh, I think it depends where, where you are from. If you're from Sweden, America, US. Okay. Boom. It's basically B-O-O.com. Boom. You're a bit annoying. <laughs> right. Might be a bit annoying. Right. So, Charlie, would you mind to share a couple of ideas behind Bo.com? And I'll, I'll fill in with some other deta- details. Okay, so it was founded in 19... I'm just reading off like a Wikipedia page. Perfect. 1998, it was founded uh, by like a couple of Swedes. Uh, and it says that it was disestablished in 2000. So it was very short-lived, like two years then. Yeah, exactly. Like. So it was the perfect time to set up an IT company. Uh, and that is why they had a chance to grow so fast. So they they were very quick to raise... Finance, something that I work with on, on at least a, a weekly basis. So they attracted lots of money, they had fantastic forecasts, and they're very much working like Amazon is today, but they were unfortunately 20 years too early. Yeah, and they're really short lived. Yeah, so uh, the whole idea, quite simple. Uh, Target uh, wealthy people who are in their early 20s, selling uh, fashion clothes, uh, designing things, and so on and so forth. So that was pretty much the idea. Mm. Okay, so back to the theme of this episode. Stock markets and shares. Again, the best time to buy is usually not when things are just going up, 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 but rather when it's going down a bit. So, for example, when you got all-time high, on the stock market. What do you think uh, about that, Charlie? Do you think Warren Buffett is out shopping at the moment? Uh, when it's all-time high? Yeah. I don't think so, because I've heard a bit from you that it is not so good when it's all-time high, because, of course, it's a bit hard to predict if it's all-time high. It's kind of easy, kind of hard. You just have to use your imagination or a bit of skill. But if you know that it is the all-time high, then... It'll only just go down. So if you buy a stock at like, let's just say it's it's twenty thousand quid, and then next day nineteen thousand quid, that's not really a good sign because then you've 
lost 19,000. So, uh, 1,000, yeah. I mean. So, uh, at the time of, of this recording, which is uh, the 1st of December 2019, you get pretty much buy Bitcoin at 50% discount. Why? Compared to all-time high for this year. Okay, yeah. So, at the moment, uh, Bitcoin is on a discount. You can also say that Bitcoin is... What do you mean by discount? That it's just worth less right now. It costs less to buy it now. So early in this year, it was up around 14,000, now it's around 7,000. Well, uh, um, unless I'm mistaken, the cost is... is to buy one Bitcoin. Who decides the cost? The market. Okay, but how can it be discounted? That means that less people are buying it, right? Yes, it's less demand. Okay, then it's not a discount, then it's just less demand. Yes, but you can also say that today it's uh, this lovely... Black Friday weekend, so online stuff is on discount. So okay, Bitcoin really is in a discount compared to the highest level this well, how year. Can, how can we call it a discount if a market decide if, if a market makes it less popular because they're less? All right, less, so less let's demand. take an example. The highest level this year was around fourteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Right now it's around seven thousand, which means yeah. it's fifty percent discount compared to the highest this yeah, year. Yeah, but they don't call it a discount. I just did it, but okay. what do I no, know? <laughs> no, I get it. You're just confusing yeah, me. Yes, and compared to like the all-time high of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. which was around 20,000, you basically can buy it at a third at the moment. Yeah, okay. So that's one way to see it. You can also say that 7,000 can still go to zero. True. So, back to the share market. So again, we are working very much at uh, the highest level, yet I also foresee like the analysts, it will go continue to go up a bit more. Why? Because pensions are pouring in money, uh, the newspapers are very positive, that means that it will continue to push for a bit more. But again, we've had a very long streak of uh, gains. So, stock market is just one place where you can invest. So at the moment, if even if I had a big pile of cash, I would not only go in to buy shares I would also use the strategy to to hedge my risk to have some uh, call and put options which means basically that I can also make money when it starts to go down all right we would like to talk about something else as well so we have mentioned the news articles uh, everything is going great uh, and that is usually where many of the most advanced investors are really taking it very easy and sitting on their hands yeah uh, and that's where they start to to sell off when then the retail, which means like when the taxi drivers start to buy stocks and shares and talk about giving advice in, in, in the taxi, how they invest. That's usually where the investors start to become uh, more careful and start to sell more. So with that in mind, we'll just share a few headlines from the, the book, the story behind Boo.com. So we're just working with the headlines. Uh, and one, one thing that was very apparent is the whole industry lost billions of, of US dollars. And at the time, uh, they were very much on the forefront of the market in terms of they were too early. There wasn't the same delivery mechanism as today. So today you can very easily buy something and it's delivered tomorrow, for example, from Amazon, etc. You didn't have that logistic around 2000 and people didn't have the habit to spend as much either online. Hmm. So they were selling, for example, shoes. Uh, and then what started to happen is because everything that had .com in the name mm-hmm. just like went times two, three, ten times the value. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm, at that time, yes, maybe. But it doesn't really make sense 
in, in reality when all of a sudden uh, a company that is making a loss is worth a lot less than, for example, uh, just take a Swedish brand like Volvo that used to be Swedish before. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, a company which is brand new, uh, they don't even have a profit and they are worth more than Volvo. Does that make sense, logically? Well, I'm confused. All right, I would say it doesn't make sense. Uh, and we've got the same today, where some of the biggest companies in the world are absolutely IT companies. We have before spoken about Apple, we've spoken about Google, uh, and so on and so forth. All right, so what did happen? Well, at that time, as today, as in Silicon Valley, where we haven't been to do interviews yet, mm. uh, Launch parties are quite common where you have a fancy venue, uh, nice uh, free drinks and, and lots of alcohol, uh, people in good mood, you might have celebrities. Uh, and today we would also add the, the spicing on the cake, which might be influencers there. Do you think that's like an upbeat mood yeah, there? I do think and, so. And uh, again, you can very much pitch a really good good story. So I was just attending an event uh, just the other evening, uh, where it was more informative, but again, uh, nice venue, uh, nice drinks, uh, nice people, uh, and then talking about investment opportunity. Do you think that's easier to do than just to sell uh, online or with a letter, etc.? Well, on a small scale, yes, but on a large scale, no. Yeah, so again, on a smaller scale, especially with the quality investors, you can actually find them and, and yeah, appeal exactly. them. E- if, if yeah, exactly. If selling online has the benefit of you don't have to talk to if say if you have a billion customers you don't yeah. have to face to face talk to a billion customers yeah so taking the founders of, of uh, boo.com they uh, set out to be the coolest in london mm. Uh, that means really to, to stand out in the crowd, etc., etc. Uh, that means that they ultimately also need to fly around. They need to do a lot of pitching. Uh, they need to sell the idea of why their idea is so fantastic. Yeah. And that means that venture capitalists put in lots of money with them and they blew it extremely fast. They spent it very, very quickly, uh, which meant that ultimately... They were unfortunate with the timing of the big the big bust, uh, and then also the the rate of how fast they were spending. Ultimately, that was a great example of a company that uh, was there when the IT bubble burst. All right, so eventually the party was over for for Boo.com, and today uh, again we're sitting here with not. Not a, a red flag talking about the stock market, but at least an, an amber one. Uh, I will not say, I would just wait with the green one for a short while. But that's just my point of view. So, Charlie, you, you're not investing at the moment, but you would love to invest in the stock market, right? Yeah. Yeah. I you think need... it's very interesting about yeah. how much money you can make in a short time. So, we, what we should do, Charlie, is we should teach by having uh, uh, an imaginary portfolio. So, okay. for example, we might set an amount. And you're investing that, and then we start to track and see what happens. Would you like that? Yes, please. Right. So, how much money would you like to spend? Uh, thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand, or one million? You can choose. One million. All right. So, uh, as of uh, this month, Charlie will fake invest one million pounds. Would you like to do it on your own, or would you like to have some help? Help. Are you sure? No, because when I get a larger account, <laughs> I guess. All right. So yeah, now what I mean with help is, uh, do you want me to, to advise you? or Advice, would like to, yeah. All right. But there the, the have been also tests and studies where, where like monkeys have picked the shares. Uh, also where people have been throwing darts. And mm. sometimes that has performed better than the, the pros 
in the market. Yeah. Uh, so like, would you like to? Well, I think you should go for the the the, the monkey portfolio approach. You yeah. Look, you behave like a monkey when you're like parkouring and, and walking <laughs> on your hands a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So uh, let, let's not uh, carry on further. So uh, as a promise to you, the audience, we will uh, create a, a fake portfolio of one million pound or dollars. Whoever is most sitting. Uh, which one do you want? I, I don't mind. Dollars. Dollars. Okay. So we will invest one million dollars for Charlie in a fake account over December including some uh, learning so we'll probably share a bit about that as well how we choose and how we think about that and then we'll see what happens in the next year um, can, should I also have a portfolio and see so we should compete <laughs> imaginary <laughs> imaginary fake portfolio yeah. right so today's topics is really that like listen to the experts but also have take it with a big punch a pinch of, of salt uh, punch a, a punch <laughs> a, a pint or a pint yeah just <clears throat> yeah, was... all right so charlie you have got uh, an awesome review uh, oh yeah let's let's go so this was actually a really nice review uh the title is how to podcast so it was a five-star review and uh as you might know if you've listened listened to like one other podcast episode and you know i love five star reviews so it was from kiwi kester uh and it reads really helpful episode on how to podcast and uh they listened to episode 27 uh, also inspiring to see son and father team i'm inspired to help my girls of a similar age to create a podcast smiley face that makes us really happy because uh that podcast was of course how to on how to podcast yep. and uh Really great to just inspire you. Perfect. So feel free to scroll down the whole uh, list of episodes. So you can pick and choose whichever works for you. And uh, if you have the time, just it takes literally seconds to to click uh, five stars. Yeah. It takes uh, maybe one minute to actually write a review. Uh, but that's very much up to you. Uh, we do this for you. And uh, every review, any subscribe or any listen that you do. And thank you for listening to the very end of this episode. Uh, makes us happy really happy all right so until next time all the best from today we're both in sweden yeah goodbye Bye -bye.